Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Wednesday, October 6, 2021. Greetings to all of you seriously silly social media shutdown freaks. Come on now. You survived. You're a survivor. That was extremely involved, Doug. Yeah. Someone pulled the plug. <laughs> yes. Uh, the world ended as we know it uh, two days ago on uh, on Facebook. Everyone knows and Instagram this. Instagram and WhatsApp. Yes. Yeah. Monday, it, it went down for seven and a half hours. We went dark. And people lost their fucking mind. Yeah. As predicted. Yeah. It'll happen the next time it happens yes. as well. But uh, see, I had a adverse reaction. I thought that for seven hours that there was actually hope in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was extremely uh, coincidental. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Definitely. The testifying in the Senate right now. Yeah. About uh, all the nefarious shit that Facebook does to uh, to take money over public safety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fuck they, the public. They care more about profit than safety. You've been zucked. Government, can you come please help, you know, regulate Facebook? They're meanies over here. It's it's a setup, folks. Don't fall yeah. for this shit. Yeah. This is the most obvious. Fu- like, okay, so you come out as a whistleblower. You're immediately on 60 Minutes. Right. And then the next day, Facebook shuts the fuck down. And then you're immediately followed up with, you're now testifying in front of the Senate. And you don't look like a Facebook employee. You look like you got a government employee number. And it it's a little too coincidental for me to really just start going, oh, hey, guys, you... I wasn't even planning on putting this in the show because mm-hmm. I think it's all bullshit. Well, I was just, you know. I don't know. No, At fine. least it, it, it's very funny, though, that people lose their shit over that. And it's it, we don't even have to lose the power grid. It's just fucking Facebook and, you know, a few other fucking things. Take a few apps offline. People start getting a little nutty. Mm-hmm. The funniest part of the whole story to me that I thoroughly enjoyed is the fact that Facebook has all of their networking and shit internal. Yes. Like to where you can't, if you're a right. Facebook employee, you can't even receive an outside email. Right. It has so to come they from internal servers. So, and also it, everything's integrated from their security to their servers, everything. So not only was the app down, like Facebook itself was down yes. yeah. all the way. Right. They couldn't get in the building to correct it. Dude, when I went on, yeah, that's, that's part of the great. story that I was like dying laughing. That's I was like, great. I was like, stay down, stay yeah, yeah. down, stay down. But yeah, they got in there somehow. It was funny as hell when you went on there and said, you, ha- there's, you have no internet connection. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It is completely gone. Facebook's completely gone. But you know what's even funnier? You want to know how I found out Facebook was down? How's that? Social media. Social media told me that social media was down. Well, <laughs> how I found out was I just went on Facebook and it didn't work. Yeah. And it kept saying, you have no internet connection. <laughs> and so I would go to, uh, I don't know, some news organization and boom, I would have internet. And I was like, hmm, something's going on with Facebook. Babylon, I, Babylonb.com, obviously. And then, I went to, then I went to Instagram, nothing. <laughs> Couldn't even get on, nothing, nothing. Instagram, blank screen. Completely blank screen. I probably found like, out. Wow. I probably found out late. Just be. I mean, I don't check any of that shit. I had to find an or an article had to come up on my iPhone saying 
Yeah, social media just went down out in fucking nowhere. So. Well, that's usually your sleep time, isn't it? You sleep during the day and work at night. He's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm usually I'm usually in bed by by like four or five in the morning, and then up at ten thirty to start work at eleven. So yeah, but he's not on social media, so it affects no. him none. All right, nil. Yeah, I, d- I just check it every morning to see whose birthday it is. That's what I do. That's that's what Facebook is to me. Oh, shit. Is to see I'm whose birthday it is. turning 40 in 13 fucking days. Mm. Good for Christ. you, man. You made it. Yeah. You, I, made uh, it, you made it up that one hill. Wait till you hit the big five-o. Then the, oh, yeah. Then shit starts hurting and in and, and places <laughs> you, you didn't even about? know you had. Shit's already hurting. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's accelerated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait till you're 50, though. Oh, no, I only check Facebook just to clear my notification number. Like, you know, there's some people that having that little red number over their app doesn't oh, bother yeah. them at all. Right. And they can just live life like a normal human being right. with these exorbitant numbers. And it's like, I can't. I have to zero them out. It, I, it, it, it's a compulsion of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I It drives that's, me in fucking sane. Yeah, that, that's probably a compulsion of mine, yeah. too. It, anytime that's red, I mean, I... I open it, it up I just mean, to zero it out, and then I close it out. Yeah, marketplace. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, that, it, it'll pop up red anywhere on Facebook. Y'all now. need I mean, y'all need to see my phone then, because you would go fucking insane. My email sitting at twenty five hundred, uh, you know, unseen. It's a barbarian in here, man. Uh, you no, might you might be crazy. rich and not even know it. Yeah, hey. Wow. There's at least can, like seven Nigerian princes that will give you money. Get back, you know, they, have, they have money for you, dude. They are waiting to hear back from you, dude. That's right. At least 1,500 of them are probably those emails that come in going, hey, we've got a video of you masturbating. If you do not respond within 10 minutes, we are releasing this to your family. Dude, I, ha- I am getting, ahead. I get every day, I get those spam texts yeah. on my phone. Every oh, day. same here. And they've progressively gotten more and more and more every day. Now I get no less than five a day. Yeah. And this is what's so funny about them, about a lot of them. They claim to be from AT&T. I haven't been with AT&T since... 1999 hey somewhere buddy around hey buddy <laughs> yeah hey bro click here check this out very good special just for you buddy come st- on come on gonna- buddy and it and they keep they keep the the tagline right in the beginning is we're about to shut your device down <laughs> if you don't contact us and it's, it's like immediately delete you know at least you know offer me something yeah coming with the well, threats well, well, i get, I get those that, but- i get the one where it says at&t message thank you for paying your bill Here's a free gift. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I don't pay my bills. Yeah. yeah of yeah, course. This is obviously a fraud. Why would you Get do that? Be- do better. <laughs> really? Come on. Just do better. Speaking of doing better, right? real quick, right off the top, I just want to congratulate the University of Florida Gators on their wonderful accomplishment. Their football team, that is. Uh, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I'm a football fan. Go Gators. There you go. Those those brave young men in orange and blue, the shittiest color combination that's ever existed, uh, has pulled off a feat of going one in five Yay, against their nice. la- against their last uh, six uh, power yep, five getters. opponents. That's something that is very hard to do and still be ranked. Yet somehow they, there they are. Yeah, well, you know they do have money. I mean, you know, you lose to LSU, 
because you threw a shoe. That's just hilarious. <laughs> you lose to Alabama in the SEC championship. That's expected. Sure. You lose to Oklahoma. You start to go, hey, this is now three losses in a row here, guy. What's up? And then you lose again to Alabama, again expected. And then you go up to Kentucky and do something that hasn't been done since last century. I had to bring it up. I'm not even going to say anything good about my team because I'm not here to boast. I just wanted to congratulate Florida on their accomplishment that my team is incapable of uh, completing, <laughs> but somehow they pulled it off. I, I mean, just... I, no, no, oh, I forgot. I, I got to clap like this clunk, now. Clunk, I got to clap like chomp. a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> so, way to go. Way to go, you fucking so, bastards. <laughs> so, they're still ranked, though? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Jesus. They never, they've been ranked the whole time while going one in five against Power Five uh, opponents. So, uh, yeah, who knows? Well, I am going to boast. Uh, my Cardinals are the only team in the NFL that's still undefeated. And against you. the fucking Rams. Good so. for you. Fuck you. Good for you. <laughs> See, how the Dolphins doing, Doug? Yeah, yeah. See, I called... I don't want to talk about it. I called it before the game started this Sunday. You with, did. With the Cardinals versus the Rams. Because it's perfect NFL hyperbole that you have the Rams the week prior beat the Super Bowl champ, Tom Brady-driven Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and everybody's like, oh, shit. Yeah, the Rams are here. They're the best team in the NFL. It's like, nope, they're going to lose the next week. I don't care who they're playing. And then you actually put a formidable, talented team in front of them. So, yeah, Arizona had to go on the road, but I was like, I don't give a shit. L.A.'s losing. This is the this is the perfect NFL script. They have to go down mm-hmm. because it's just how it goes. And they're going to look like shit, and there's not going to be any reason for it. We should have beat the Raiders. Uh, you know that last game. I'm not. Uh, you know, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into this. Yeah, the NFL really just makes don't. me angry. Yeah, Miami is just <laughs> oh. prancing around, oh. acting like it's football. Yeah. And really, it's just Broadway. I know. Helmets. I'm, I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting a little bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, lastly, and then I'll I'll hand it over to the other gentleman here in the room. But uh, I did want to address. We did get a a response from a listener in Virginia. Uh, after last week's episode where we kind of pointed out that, uh, hey, we, we saw the spike. We noticed it. We saluted the spike. <laughs> and we congratulated Quantico. Correct. Yes. Well, there's at least one listener that heard our call and wanted to let us know, hey, guys, I'm not them. <laughs> I can't vouch for what's going on behind those walls. But uh, no, shout out to Sean up in Virginia. He tweeted at, at Ignore the Rant. And he said, I'm probably... Part of your Virginia spike, not a Fed, but inside the Beltway, and so I sent him back uh, <laughs> a GIF <laughs> of Steve Bashimi <laughs> scratching off the lines of people, <laughs> people he was about to kill. Right. <laughs> nice, and I just said, "Good to know." Good LOL. To know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so th- thank you, Sean. Yeah, thank you, Sean. We appreciate you. Yeah, and pass it on. <laughs> yeah, and help me scratch more names off this list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, if you do happen to have any friends at Quantico, I mean, sure, let them have a listen. Yeah. Tell them I'm sorry for what they had to listen to that <laughs> other day. Trust me, they'll know the thing. Of course. Well, one thing I want to talk about real quick. Uh, it is October the 6th, and this is one year without Eddie Van Halen. He died last year on this day. 
and it's still it's still not right it just it just does not feel right to live in a world without eddie and this week um david lee roth officially came out officially said that he is retiring after he does his shows in las vegas that he has running um i believe new year's he's got five shows left in las vegas and he's in his words throwing in his shoes and you know that's that's sad too but at the same time i gotta say thanks dave mm-hmm. thank you thank you dave thank you eddie thank you alex yeah. thank you michael anthony all of you now Ori- do- the original four is always the original four Hell yeah. it's like that with kiss it's like that with van halen it's like that with led zeppelin it when you when you take a band of that the caliber of those bands and you start changing members now i know van halen was very successful with sammy hagar i saw him plenty of times with sammy hagar still a great band oh yeah all the iterations but not the original van halen sure it was there was something about those first albums when they came out and and it was the time and it was the the sound the sound yeah it was at the time that this happened i don't really think people even people that are old enough to remember i don't really think that they realize what was happening around them at the time that van halen hit it was peter frampton and fleetwood mac rumors yeah and then disco on the other side it was all the disco shit that was kicking open but when you when it when you were listening to music, the Eagles and bands like that, there was nothing like them. There was nothing even mm-hmm. close to them, and they just kicked the fucking door down. And thank God they did. Like, That's yeah, all I like can say. Belt fed machine gun just yeah. sprayed the fucking. <clears throat> and, and, and they will always be at number one to me. They yeah. will always be number one. And see, around the time also that Eddie passed on. Uh, you know, they, of course, were sharing all sorts of videos. And, you know, one of my favorite is like the 14, 13, 14 minute version of Eruption. All right. And this snot nosed little piece of shit comes on, yeah. just goes, oh, you know, that's lame. Anyone can do that now. I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything. And it's like, Keyword now. Yeah, <laughs> now. No one knew that this shit was possible yes. before Eddie. That's literally why it where it comes from that you are standing on the shoulder of giants. Yes. And, and he was the giant. And it's not just that. He changed the guitar. Mm-hmm. He he made he built a guitar for him for what he needed a guitar to do. And now that is the biggest selling designed mm-hmm. guitar ever produced which is one single humbucker pickup a floyd rose tremolo and a volume knob that's it that's all you had on the guitar yeah and i mean it was it's just it's just incredible what he did in the span of time that he did it in because when you listen um on youtube especially after he passed away a lot of things started popping up on youtube that i'd never seen before and one of the things that popped up on there was about how his tapping 
progressed is right-handed tapping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed was if you listen to the demos from like 75, he did the demos with Gene Simmons in the studio. Um, Van Halen did a bunch of demos with Gene Simmons and you can listen to them on YouTube. And this is in 75, 76, somewhere around that time. And when you listen to those demos that Gene Simmons produced for Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen's right finger does not touch the fretboard one time on those demos. Now, those demos came out, like I said, at 76. This is like in 76. Mm -hmm. Van Halen 1 came out in 78. Mm -hmm. So for me, what I get from that is that within a two-year period, Eddie Van Halen perfected the right-handed technique that he used on Van Halen one in a, within a two year period. Yeah. That just boggles my fucking mind that to, to no end, because when you listen to the demo, everything in the original Gene Simmons demos is there, the vibrato stuff, the fast picking, all of the stuff, all of the other stuff that he did that just fucking great is all there except the tapping. Yeah. Just to know that now, that I didn't, I never knew it, you know, until yeah. after he passed away, you know, and yeah. to know that now that only in that two year span of time, he took, he turned, he made a technique in a two year period of time that has, that will never be matched. That yeah. it, it'll, I mean, people can do it. Yes, you can do it now. I do it all the time when sure. I find myself with my right finger on my fretboard, I give a nod to Eddie and I fucking shit all over myself because <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, I'm doing Eddie again. You know, yeah. it makes me crazy that I ever even learned the technique, but it has become part of my playing and I'm learning to embrace it more where for a long time, I completely quit doing it. I completely quit. Yeah. And so... I'm starting to bring it back into my playing now because it's part of me. It's part of who I am. And be and it's because of Eddie Van Halen. That is the reason that that is part of me. And it's just sad, man. It's just sad to know that it's over. The Van Halen is over. I'll never be able to go see a, to go to a Van Halen concert again. Mm -hmm. Just like I'll never see a kiss concert again. I love kiss growing up. Yeah. And, but I saw him, I was able to, I was able to meet Eddie Van Halen and I was able to see the original kiss in the same fucking year in 1997. When I moved to Atlanta, I moved to Atlanta in 95 mm -hmm. In 1997. I saw the original kiss play together again. And I met Eddie Van Halen. Wow. And I met the, the whole band and it was, it was this, that was a great year. It was a great year. It Would was, that have been the Omni or Phillips? It was Omni, the Omni then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was before the Omni. They blew the Omni up. up in 98. Yeah, that was the or, last. Or late 97, because Phillips opened up in 99. Because right. I was at the very last concert at the Omni, which I, was Metallica. I think Kiss was the, uh, it was either Kiss or Ozzy. I can't remember. One of those two shows were right before the Metallica show. Yep. Yeah, because Metallica was in April, like April 22nd, 23rd, right. something like that of 97 and then they demoed it and then spent the rest of 97 and 98 building Phillips what will Arena. always be Phillips Arena right 
Uh, you can change the branding on it. It's now State Farm, whatever. It's Phillips. And it opened in 99. And the first concert in Phillips Arena was Elton John, which my parents went to. So I closed down the nice. Omni, and my parents opened up Phillips. <laughs> um, that's just kind of what happens in Atlanta. Yeah. Is, uh, things go away. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things get rebuilt oh, yeah. on on top of uh, gravestones. <laughs> Almost overnight, it seems. I remember when Turner Field opened up, and I mean, they pretty much still had the demo going on for Fulton County. Well, uh, yeah, they had to because all of that was built up around the Olympics because Turner Field was the Olympic Stadium. Mm-hmm. And it's the most bizarre thing. You, I think you can find it still on YouTube somewhere, the time lapse of them building Turner Field, which at that time was Olympic Stadium, while Fulton County Stadium was still being used by the Braves. And it was still used by the Braves in the summer of 96, and I think the summer of 97. I, could, I think the summer of 97 is when they moved into Turner Field because they spent, after the Olympics until opening day, which is typically in April, converting. So it was crazy. They had to build the stadium and then immediately convert it, which was demoing a third of it and rebuilding it to be a baseball stadium. And then the Braves opened up in 97 at Turner, then Turner Field, and then they demoed Fulton County. But I was actually just down there a couple weeks ago for work, and it's changed a shitload because now that stadium has a different name. It's, It's for Georgia State football. And it's the hideous uh, uh, abuse of a stadium that I've ever seen. Because they took a baseball stadium, a stadium built for baseball. It was not a multi-use like what Fulton County was and what every stadium was built back in the 70s and shit. And they took a baseball stadium and just made it a football stadium. And they just cut off half of the stadium. Seats are still there. (laughs) They're, They're sun bleached. It's just like a no man's land. Right, right. Right field in the old chop house of the old Turner Field still exists. But there's <laughs> nothing. You look at you look at the back of the stands for the football. It, it, I don't know. I'm getting I into some. I thought they were turning that into a park or something like that. Weren't they supposed well, to? Well, they, they built up around it. They built up a shitload of apartments and stuff right. for the Georgia State College kids uh, to continuously get robbed. Good luck. <laughs> but um, there you go. It's the weird. It's like. A zombie apocalypse in the old right field of Turner Field. Yeah, that's crazy. Because left field and all that is a brand new, pristine, like just recently, you know, (laughs) it still has the wrapping paper on it. Almost, it's it's bizarre. It's it needs to be destroyed. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. Well, it probably will be. But but going back to music, yeah, no, we need more musical geniuses. Yes, yeah. There's nobody out there that's creating anything new, and that kind of slides into our first story. Yeah, another. Another example of people in music that can achieve great fame and not really do anything like that good with their time. In fact, you can say can they're do some pissing pretty, their time away, maybe pretty much <laughs> that are pretty fucking evil. And that is when R. Kelly <laughs> came back up in the news, floated to the top. I oh. believe he will die. <laughs> I believe he's a pedophile. <laughs> Keep it going. Once there. they get his ass there in general go. population, <laughs> they will tear him up. A new situation. <laughs> I don't know. The prisoners can stop <laughs> masturbation because yeah. they will use R. <laughs> Kelly's. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Uh, One of the craziest thing, about, and I didn't know this until this year after reading up a little bit about him after, you know, he got sentenced. 
I had no idea that uh, he was with Aaliyah when she was like 15 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they had to sign, or basically he paid off someone. Uh, I guess this is long before he was even, I guess, that famous because he only paid this person like 100, 200 bucks to um, get her signed over to be able to marry him. And it still said she was 18 years old, but was fucking 15 at the time. Dude, he ran a fucking brothel ring of pedophilia. Yeah, out of his house, uh, one of his homes here in North Atlanta. And that's one thing they don't like in prison. They don't like people that fuck the kids. No. They don't like that. No. That's, I don't uh, give a fuck if you were on the Space Jam fucking... <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care if... <laughs> soundtrack, I, you're fucking... I don't care if you played basketball with Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Yeah. I we'll, don't we'll make you fly. And Michael Jordan. Yeah. So yeah, R. Kelly came back in the news. He was found guilty on all charges, which means that motherfucker was... He did that shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, let's pour one out for R. Kelly, but I think that uh, undisciplined liquid distribution is how he got here in the first place. Yeah. Hey, Anyway, <laughs> wasn't it a fourteen-year-old he pissed on or something? Uh, there's all kinds. Like, it's uh, not just yeah, one. I, it's, I'm just talking about the litany. first, the first yeah. story that I ever heard was he pissed on a fourteen-year-old girl, and I'm yeah. like, or I'm like, what? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, it's like, what is that? Is that's kind of weird? You know, I was like, at first, I thought it was at a concert. I thought I just pulled his dick out and nah, started on people. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then I started hearing the story. I'm like. Oh, this guy's a super freak. <laughs> He's super freaky now. They should sp- they should probably in jail. You know, if you are one of the people that rams him in the ass, it should be called the Yellow Brick Road. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, R. Kelly has a history of being a fucking weirdo, creep, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how popular this video got. What the rounds it made, if if this is anything y'all have heard, but there's video of him on stage in the middle of a concert in Africa, recruiting women to come back with him to leave their family and get on the plane with him back to America. And this is only a minute long, but for those of you out there that have not heard of this before, uh, let's let's dive deep into the mind of R. Kelly. I got it. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? <laughs> you can stay in my house and get this on. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? Do you think he sang to him as he started, as he was shaking, you know, the right. last, the, the last time after, you know, he got done doing the deed, like, do you, you have, have your, your towel? Passport? <laughs> did you, did, did you have your shots? Did you get your shots? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is that he gets the backup singers involved on it. Yeah. Too. Come on. Crazy. Come on. Get in here. Bitches. <laughs> yeah. Did you bring your towel? 
you don't have to close your eyes. It's sterile. You know. <laughs> uh, oh, what a fucking piece of shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, this guy. And he's been, you know, dodging this shit for years. Oh, yeah. This isn't anything he's new. He's like, dodging it for years. We've all heard about this. Like, it first came up. Remember? Oh, yeah. The Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Had, like, uh, his last season yeah. on Comedy Central was, like, in 03 or 04. Yeah. And he had a whole thing. About peeing on you. I want to yeah. piss on you. I'm on piss yes, on you. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, the drip, drip. That poo, poo. Pee, <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's all that shit. So uh, this this is as old as R. Kelly has been famous. This yeah. isn't anything new. Yeah. But finally, it took until 2021 to finally get him. We got him. So we'll get to uh, how the news covered it. Here it's, we, it's wild how they let them, you know. We're coming on the air with breaking news. A jury in the federal trial of R. Kelly has found the singer guilty of racketeering based on sexual Ooh. exploitation of children, Ooh. kidnapping, and forced labor. They oh. also found him guilty of violating all eight counts of the Mann Act, a sex trafficking statute. That verdict comes after weeks of testimony from some 50 witnesses he faces potentially decades in prison. Let's go right to NBC's Stephanie Gosk. Okay. Uh, all right. That's, that's, wait, that's, I, that's Bill, uh, Bill Cosby numbers. I do have to say there that not only is he pissing on them, but the labor thing? He has them building iPhones and shit? Or what? I just want to know, like, when he was in court, you know, the whole racketeering and the sex trafficking. I wonder if this came up in evidence. I got it. Do you have your passport? <laughs> Did you get your shots? Did you get your shots? I just want to know if that came up in the courtroom. They were like, excuse me, sir, but uh, look at exhibit Q. Uh, <laughs> apparently, we have him on record, uh, you know, Singing, recruiting. Yeah, uh, to a crowd of African In Ethiopia. Oh, in Ethiopia? Yeah. Oh, you, damn. You think that they wouldn't, you know... Jump on a plane with R. Kelly to Look come the back. Other, they're like, "What's piss? Give me shots on. Give me shots before I get on the plane." Yeah, I'm coming. We're too de- dehydrated to even piss. <laughs> what is this? Yes. yes. See what see what happens when you leave Sally Struthers. Now they have to go with R. Kelly. I mean, humanitarian is a weird word, I guess, uh, in the Kelly household. Yeah, it's t- it's terrible. But anyway, back to the newsman. Inside the courthouse in Brooklyn, Stephanie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lester. This is a man who was once dubbed the king of R&B. He wrote that song, I Believe I Can Fly. He won three Grammys from from it. It was an an anthem of sorts in the mid-90s. Now going to prison, potentially for decades. One charge of racketeering, as you said. Other eight charges of sex trafficking. And you might hear racketeering and think, isn't that for mafia bosses? But this was part of a unique strategy on the part of federal prosecutors to introduce sexual assault allegations that were well outside the statute of limitations. And at the center of this case, Lester, was the story of Aaliyah, a pop singer who many people know died tragically in a plane crash in 2001. According to testimony, she met R. Kelly when she was just 12 years old. A witness, a compelling witness for the prosecution said that she actually walked in on R. Kelly performing a sex act with Aaliyah when she was either 13 or 14 years old. We then heard from one of his employees that at the age of 15, he bribed an official in Illinois to get a fake ID so that Aaliyah could marry R. Kelly at the time, who was 27, because he suspected Aaliyah 
may be pregnant, and if they married, she could not actually give any testimony against him in a statutory rape charges. But it concludes dozens of... of okay. There's Fuck more. R. Kelly. There's more, but... Uh, Fuck you. Oh, so it shit. turns out our, <laughs> it turns out Aaliyah dying in the plane crash was the second worst thing that ever happened to her. <sighs> why, mm. why is it the king of things always like, you know, young, like, I mean, the king of rock, Elvis, or what, or, yeah. I mean, how old was uh, his cousin? It was his cousin, right? No. No. Or, no. no. You're thinking of uh, the... the You're talking about Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. But yeah. still, I mean... No, Elvis met Elvis... Priscilla when she was 15, you know, okay. but I mean, but it yeah, was still back then, you know, back then it was more, uh, I mean, he wound up marrying her and having sure. a kid, you know, there's a difference between that and I'm and, just and pointing and out the recruiting, irony. Yes. Recruiting 12 and 13 <laughs> year olds documents so that she fucking, can now I'm not saying, you know, back, dude, back then in the South, you yeah. know, 13, 14 years old, getting married was normal everywhere. It was all over the South. Sure. So, I mean, I'm not saying it was right. I mean, it's still pedophilia, you know. But I doubt they went across state lines and forged right. paperwork to be able to get that kind of... Anyway, right. R. Kelly's a unique scumbag. Oh, yes. But getting to your point as far as like, why do they always like the young ones? It's the case in any uh, power, you know, uh, power trip yeah. kind of a scenario. You always want to exude power over someone else well who does who who are you the most likely to have power over a child that's why the catholic church rapes kids and not grown men look at prince andrew that's why yeah the whole fucking monarchy uh, the whole epstein thing right yeah you know, this is this this is out of an old playbook that gets recycled by fucking crazy megalomaniacal personality types all the time and will continue to happen. It'll never fucking die. It's in the human DNA to do horrible, evil things. Yeah. And the most evil thing you can do is diddle a kid, you know, be a predator mm -hmm. of children. Yeah. And it's the easiest thing to do when you have fame and you're on this space jam soundtrack and you got money and all this other shit. Yeah. And got, that's, I, and I then know, you got a, a shitload of really stupid parents that are like, Oh, it's, it, I can trust him because he's famous. Yes. Yeah. You remember when we, Michael Jackson, remember when we played the Jim Brewer video, right. um, where he flat out says, just because these people are celebrities and they have money doesn't mean that they're right. Doesn't or mean moral they're good or people. good people. In fact, it most of the time means they're the opposite of all that. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they can get away with things that other people can't. Because uh, they're not scrutinized in the same way. So I don't know of anybody, and I haven't heard of anybody protesting this uh, hearing. Oh, it's an decision. outrage. I haven't heard anybody. Yeah. And anybody that has, they're not going to get any coverage. No, I think it's no, no they're not. Because he's accepted. a scumbag that deserves every fucking day that he spends in prison. Yeah. So there's a little bit left on this here news thing. I'm, I don't think it'll be decades. Huh? Oh, well, I'll get into that in a minute. Witnesses coming forward with depraved allegations of abuse, physical, emotional, sexual, a number of alleged victims. And as you said, this was a trial that lasted weeks, but prosecutors argued that this was actually something that was decades in the making. His defense over the course of the trial tried to portray the victims in this case as out opportunists who were looking for money and fame. But very clearly here in the end, the jury decided the prosecution had made its case, Lester. And, and Stephanie, he has been in custody leading up to this, correct? 
Yes, he has for two years. And this is not the end of the road in terms of the charges that he faces. He still has state and federal charges, sex mm. trafficking, uh, sexual assault, as well uh, as pornography charges. He was acquitted <laughs> on pornography charges back in 2008. But at this point, he still has weeks, years, months down the road where he's going to be dealing with these allegations in a courtroom. But he is, uh, for now, facing... Decades in prison. His, tr- his sentencing due to take place May fifth. He- All right, so that's I'll, good enough. I will be shocked if he does decades in prison. Now the porno that they might burn him there. Yeah, because that's a when when you go when you start filming shit. Yeah, that's when that's when shit gets real sticky in the law. Uh, mm-hmm. No pun intended. But uh, see, I think he gets, will. I think he will serve decades, but only because. He was so careless and so egregious mm-hmm. and broke so many laws in such a cavalier way, federal laws, that I don't think that they're going to work a plea deal. No. Uh, no, no, or, I'm not talking about a plea deal. I'm talking about like, you, you saw what happened with Bill Cosby. You know, it was a technicality. Well, yeah. A technicality. Pretty big, pretty big technicality, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. They might. I'm sure they'll find something in this case. That'll bring up, and it, I just, I don't know, man. It might, if it, if, might he, take, if it does, if he does get decades, great, beautiful. Yeah. If he gets out in three fucking years, don't be shocked. Yeah. That's well, all I'm saying. And, and the only reason why I say I will be is because it's not just he went to one trial for one set of charges and then that's it, like Cosby. He's still going to be going back to court for other things. Yeah, the state. That's what. I, that's <laughs> why I said when they said they had him on porno yeah. on the state charge, that'll, that'll, yeah, th- when they said that, I was like, yeah, Doug, you're probably off on that one yeah, just because, because of that. Yeah, that but was the one thing I, I heard. Something odd, though. Um, I don't know if the listeners remember last episode. Uh, we randomly brought up R. Kelly, and we literally had no clue that any of these judgments were coming up. And it's like literally the next day, it's like <laughs> R. Kelly found guilty on everything. Hell? I was like, oh, so who do we want to call out this week? Glenn, <laughs> it's about time we hear some new shit on Glenn. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, well, I say Hunter. Well, I yeah, say there's release some, more text. I think, release yes, more yes. text. I think there's some hunter news coming, man. I can feel it. I want that eighth laptop, dude. Come on. I can feel it in my crack pot. Give it to us. <laughs> so uh yeah, uh sleep tight, keep your butthole tight. You know. Yeah. Fuck him. I hope he gets every bad thing in prison that oh, we yeah. always, oh, that yeah. we always hear the about. The broomstick and everything. <laughs> there's been some amazing memes come out about r kelly though i'll i'll share them on our instagram when please when, when we announce this episode <laughs> the rest of the episode won't be about r kelly but the the memes will be <laughs> so breaking away kind of changing topics sorry guys couldn't find any more racketeering and child porn stories figured that was more than enough for us um we've taken a couple of episodes off of even talking about the vaccine um, which I was more than happy to do because I think uh, it's pretty, pretty well stated what our opinion on it is. Mm-hmm. It's played and out, played out, a little, little done to death, little yes. bit, little bit. Think yeah. we kind of beat that dead horse uh, until it needed horse paste. But something has come up in the news that I think is worthy of talking about on the show. 
And it kind of coincides with what we've been saying. We haven't made a massive point of it, but we have brought it up. And that is the distrust of the black community and the vaccine. Well, now it's October. We're getting closer to basketball season, a sport that I don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to. But when NBA news crosses over into my news feed, it gets my attention. And there's a lot of, you know, preseason pressers and, you know, training camps are starting. The season comes up in just a few weeks. So they're talking to the stars. You know, NFL has been going for a month. The baseball's now in the playoffs. Shout out to the Braves for making it in there. And also, haha, to the Yankees. One and done. Double birds, bitches. (laughs) But you've got all these other major sports that are that have been going on. But every time a new sport is about to kick off or tip off or whatever, they have to ask, hey, what is the standard regarding vaccination of players, coaches, attendees? And so that's a common question that's been coming up in a league that is predominantly black and that has a lot of major stars that make up a large percentage of the team's output and can really affect if a team wins or not money a lot of money at stake yeah and so anybody that's been paying attention even if you're not an nba fan this is probably coming to your purview and i'll just we'll just start i actually saw it which is unusual i mean i don't get any nba news so we'll start with draymond green from the golden state warriors where they were asking him uh about another player who was questioning whether or not he was going to get the vaccine. And I found it was just a very interesting take. Sounded pretty normal to me. Let's check it out. That would be like um, Andrew, who, as everyone knows, previously just had a kid, you know, maybe, I don't know, five months ago or so now. Um, That would be like me telling him, like, yo, your wife is going into labor. How dare you leave this team and not go tend to your wife? For what that can mean for this team that's that's something that's personal to him that's health related that's you know something that's personal to his family this is no different uh this is you know we're dealing with something that <clears throat> to me feels like has turned into a political war um when, when you're talking about a vaccination and non-vaccinated uh, i think it's become very political and you know, for someone who's not extremely into politics, uh, when when you make something so political and people, not everyone is into politics, then you can also turn those people off. You know, and you know, I think there is something to be said for people's concern about something that's being pressed so hard. Like, why are you pressing this so hard? Like so much, you're just pressing and pressing and pressing. I think you have to honor people's feelings and and their own personal beliefs. And I think that's been lost um, when it comes to vac- vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Thank you. It's all about freedom. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, dude, it's no different than what we talked about with the abortion thing. Yeah, it's no different. What I do with my body is my business. Mm-hmm. That's it, it. That's that's it in a nutshell. Exactly. 
Yeah, and, I, and there's probably not going to be a lot that we're going to have to add on this that we haven't already said, so I'll keep my... I won't even respond. Right. I'll just let that speak for itself. So yeah, we'll bounce over to the Orlando Magic, Jonathan Isaac. We'll just play it and see where it goes. Jamie Say, WKMG. Wondering if you can comment on the Rolling Stone article and your comments that appeared on that about you not getting a vaccination. Um, why you don't want to get a vaccination <clears throat> and were, were you misquoted in that article? <clears throat> I would just I would start by saying that that I, I was pretty badly um, misrepresented um, in the Rolling Stone article, uh, and and because of that I can understand anyone who may say they don't uh, transparently or overtly trust um, the media. Uh, in, in a frustrated tweet yesterday, I had noted that uh, true journalism was dying, um, and to that I would say that I appreciate every single one of you, uh, those that try their best to. Um, correctly um, uh, share the thoughts, the ideas, and the, the heart of the people that they're asking questions of. Uh, I'm, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not anti-science. Uh, I didn't come to my current vaccination status by studying black history or watching Donald Trump press conferences. I have nothing but the utmost <laughs> respect for every healthcare care um, worker and person in Orlando and all across the world that have worked tirelessly to keep us safe. Uh, my mom has worked in healthcare for a really long time. Um, I thank God I'm grateful that I live in a society where vaccines are possible and we can uh, uh, protect ourselves and have the means to protect ourselves for the first in the first place. Um, but with that being said, it is my belief that the, the vaccine status of every person should be their own choice um, and completely up to them without, the, without bullying, without being pressured, or without being forced into doing so. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm uncomfortable we're taking the vaccine at this time. I think that we're all different. We all come from different places. We've all had different experiences and hold dear to different beliefs. And uh, what it is that you do with your body when it comes to putting medicine in there uh, should be your choice, um, free of the ridicule and the opinion of others. Bravo, NBA. Fuck hell yeah. I am not a basketball fan, but uh, that leave us alone. You know that the uh, the people that don't want to get a fucking vaccine leave us the fuck alone. Don't pick a fight because if you pick a fight, we're gonna fucking snap back. It's gonna happen. It's almost like that's what they want. It's it is. It's what they want to happen. So if you believe in um, America, the 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 idea of America, yeah. where you're free and all of that shit, lay the fuck off. Lay yeah. off of us, because I'm one of them. I haven't been vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated until I've said this many times. The Novavax vaccine is cleared in America. Mm-hmm. I will take that vaccine. I won't take any of this mRNA shit, and I'm not going to take shit from people that give me shit mm-hmm. for not taking it. No. And if it keeps coming, if that pressure keeps coming, you're going to see some nasty shit happen. Yeah, I do. I mean, I get tons of this even now, you know, as we've very much pointed out, I used to be very liberal and the rest of my family was very much not. They were on the right end of the spectrum. And I mean, far right. And so that made me figure as soon as all this stuff came up that i'd be getting support for not getting the vaccine and things like that but that part of the family 
is giving us shit. Any one of us that decides not to get the vaccine, uh, you know, we're lambasted by them. So it makes no fucking sense to me. This is, they are a part of the family that believe in the freedom of America and that the troops die for their rights to be able to exercise those. And now they're, you know, lining up for the vaccine two seconds after it's required of them. I don't understand. Yeah. You know, you know why I haven't, why I I still uh, refer to myself as unjabbed Uh, is because of all of the long-term studies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and all of the, and all of the horrible things that those long-term studies. Oh wait, there aren't any yet, but yeah. That's my point. Right. Yeah. Um, because there aren't any. It, yeah. And, and you're talking about a science that is not fucking proven. Correct. MRNA shit is new. It's yeah. new. And it, and they're pushing it on people in mass. Like it's 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 the god. Like, it, like it's understood and, and proven. Exactly. And they're and they're talking about doing cancer stuff and all this shit with this MRNA shit. And who knows, maybe it is. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's a, a a change in medicine forever, but I'm not going to fucking take the chance to be a guinea pig for something that is unproven. Well, I'm not going to do that. And even one of the founders of the mRNA technology has said within the vaccine that they're not using it correctly. It has nothing to do with what they studied. So whenever you get that uh, talking point that they've been studying this for 30 years, they're full of shit. Yeah, they might have studied aspects of it, but not this exact thing. No. And if they have, then they've been lying to us for 30 years. Yeah. Or, no, this, is, know, they, this, this is all new. Either way, we've been down this road. Like, yeah. I'll gladly, I'll even wait for Pfizer to re-engineer ivermectin and call it ivermactin or mactoon or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I would love to have... Uh, a month's worth of pills at the house, just like we have with anything else. Right. I have aspirin and and cold and medicine. I have headache medicine, medicine and cold medicine yep. and and nasal sinus congestion medicine. I don't always have that. You know, I'm not always afflicted with that. Right. Sure. But I have that on the ready, just like anybody else. A- anybody have a first aid kit at home? Right. Do you have burn cream and band-aids? Well, are you always burning yourself? No. Right. right. But right. for when the time comes, you want it there uh, to take to mitigate the symptoms sure. of that uh, and, and infection, infliction, whatever the fuck. Right. No different. Yes. I no, will, absolutely no I different. I will gladly, and I look forward to the time when... The politicization, I'll gladly, uh, I am gladly awaiting when this stops being so political and doctors are able to prescribe what's actually necessary to treat uh, whatever ails you. And even if that means Pfizer has to do this so they get bankrolled even more, sure, I will go out. I will buy those pills. I will and, have them in my shave kit for it, for the time when I do get COVID. And one of the important things to note about both ivermectin and uh, still hydroxychloroquine, both of those medications were recommended for prophylaxis, meaning that you just you take it before symptoms come around. This is something that you should be taking to not catch COVID. And that's what the doctor that was fighting 
for ivermectin mm-hmm. was saying yeah. yeah he he wasn't saying that once you get covid take ivermectin He's saying take ivermectin to keep from getting COVID. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, basically what he I'll said. I'll gladly do that. And, and I know that's what, what he said because I know what that's going to do to me. Right. Yeah. Because of the long term studies. Right. And so we'll continue on. Uh, if there's nothing left in this video, we'll just clip it out. But well, well I, I do have a curiosity. What's that? And I don't know if this should be wait wait till he's finished. But you know, the main country that NBA is most popular. Is China. China, yes. So with them speaking out in this way, I wonder how that affects relations with China. Especially, I don't know how much China's pushing the vaccine or what's going on. I don't think they have anything to do with the vaccine. Sure. In fact, if anything, they're rubbing it in all of our faces, you know, over like a year ago, showing that Wuhan was wide open while we were still locked down. Like, oh, what's the problem? Yeah. (laughs) What's the problem, silly Americans? You know, well, obviously not trying to do a Chinese accent, but they were just like gloating and saying, <laughs> you know, they were throwing raves and shit last, you know, this time last year saying we're, we're all back. What's your fucking problem? Yeah. So either way, I will say it's going to be more interesting how they are dealt with stateside for not going along with the state speaking, you know, marching orders and you have to say this and stay within this lane. Because the whole reason why this is making news is because it's blowing the fuck up. Yeah. You have some of the biggest stars in the NBA saying, I don't know, man. They they are saying the most dangerous thing. I think it should be someone's choice. I think that that's kind of what I was raised to believe, that that's what this country stood for and was founded on. And 100%. Maybe that's something that uh, we still have. I don't yeah. know. Anybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, just to let y'all know, there are countries that have cried uncle now where it's just like, this is a part of life now. We are opening shit up. We're stopping mandates. It's over because this is not going anywhere. So life has to move on. Jonathan, Josh Robbins with The Athletic. Uh, uh, hesitant to, to, to get it. Uh, I, I would start with um, I've, I've had COVID um, in the past. And so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has a... Uh, uh, changed a a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving um i understand that the vaccine would uh, um help if if, if you catch covid and uh you'll be able to have less symptoms um from contracting it but with me having covid in the past and having antibodies um with my current um age group and uh, a fitness physical fitness level um it's not necessarily a fear of mine uh taking the vaccine um like i said it would decrease my chances of uh, uh having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or with not having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's, that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why, or this is not why it should just be their decision. And, um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or 
uh, move in the same way that you do. It's it's uh, uh, you know loving those who don't. He used the F word. He did use the F word. It's not something that he fears. Oh mm. no, that's exactly what he says. So this is my point to everybody, to all the politicians, the doctors, the fucking media, everybody. Quit making people fear that they're going to get COVID. Quit making people fear it because yeah. they're going to get COVID. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> quit, quit, 100%. There's a 100%. Chance that you're going to get COVID. Yeah. But that's all the government so, and the media are peddling. That's the drug they're feeding America quit, is fear. Yeah. Quit quit fi- making people so fucking afraid to step outside without fucking a mask and hand sanitizer and their kids Bubble fucking wrap. looking like a man. It just it's like it's it's like Halloween. It's almost like when you go to a. When you go to a Walmart or something like that and you see a family, a whole family, mm-hmm. it's almost like, is it Halloween? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, yeah, I thought are they dressed sp- like doctors? I thought, I thought these spirit stores were only supposed to be up for a month yeah, yeah. and they've been <laughs> yeah. for 18. They've been around for two years now. Yeah, time to <laughs> shut these fuckers down. Yeah. How, how many kids are going, or how many hypochondriacs is the situation going to create? It's it's already created. We're, we're creating an army of Howie Mandels. Yeah, there you go. Just yeah. a lot less funny. But- to me, he said the, the the best part was, you know, he's not anti-vax, he's not anti-science, he's not anti any of that bullshit. He understands where he, he understands his position uh, as far as susceptibility to having a negative outcome from a COVID infection. And he had COVID. And the, so he establishes, I'm not a dummy. I know, I know why I feel what I feel. And, but he hammers it home by saying... I don't think that uh, chastising or ridiculing or making fun of those who have made the same choices that that I'm making is going to get that person to change their mind. You can peddle all the fear you fucking want. You dig in, man. That's that's all it does. They dig in. Yeah. It's going to happen. You You can peddle the fear. You can force this. You can force that. That is not how you get people on your side. It's absolutely. So you're... Fucking up in a couple of different ways. It's self-defeating, which is only going to further feed your desire to ramp up the fear. Yeah. And that is your goal, and you in this is government, authority, whatever you want to fill in in that box. Corporations now. Is they want everybody to be vaccinated. They want everybody to fit in one box. It's never going to happen, by the way. No. It's never going to fucking happen. Joe Biden, when he got his third jab, said he wants the country to be up to 97, 98% vaccinated. <laughs> Never going to happen. Uh, no. Impossible. Yeah. It's and, just it, as unlikely that that's going to happen as a child under the age of 12 is going to die from COVID. Well, do you remember when they were saying, if 60% of the population is mm-hmm. vaccinated, we'll be fine? And if 70%, that's, uh, no, 70%, well, if 75%, yeah, if 80%, if 98%. It's because it's not about any of that no, shit. No, not know. only is herd immunity bullshit, it's also now proven that the vaccine is nowhere near as effective as actual fucking immunity. Yeah, I mean, herd immunity is a thing. Well, uh, no, no, no. It's a thing, but it's not a thing for this. That's what I mean. Well, it kind of is. Like, the, the alpha strain, you know, isn't the predominant strain. 
because we mm-hmm. had herd immunity to it. So it's gonna it's gonna mutate and go into something else. We it's, probably have all had the first strain. Yeah, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that everybody has had the first strain of COVID. Well, but to, to some you, degree, to yeah, some level. Yeah. Sure. And a main thing that all of you should be paying attention to, and anyone that gives you shit should be paying attention to, is the fact that they already know that we know this information and these this fighting that they have us doing, it's not meant to save anyone. It's meant to divide. It is meant to make sure that all of us disagree with one another fervently violently sometimes and that cannot happen and it made our good friends change their wedding plans i feel so bad for oh them. that was terrible it was terrible now we got who i'm thinking of we have we have two we have good friends that were friends getting, of the show that were mm-hmm. getting married this weekend they were actually on friday yeah it was this past friday they were getting married and the bride tested positive for COVID. Oh, shit. Felt so bad for her. Yeah. It was terrible. I know. And, so they uh, had to change their venue. Uh, yeah. Downsize. Yep. Uh, immensely. And so, you know, hey. Do you even get that deposit back or any of that shit, I wonder? Hard to, hard to know in these days. But yeah, trying to have a Damn. wedding in, uh, in a supposed pandemic is a real pain in the ass. Yes. And their honeymoon was ruined. So Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Ter- just terrible. So COVID, you know... Fuck off. Go <laughs> yeah. Just, just every, I, I pray for the day when I wake up and I don't hear the fucking word COVID. Yeah. On the news, on the radio, anywhere. It goes the way on of social media. It goes the way of Brian Laundry and just disappears. Yes. And never to be heard from again. Let's call it by the correct name. Also the China virus. I'm sorry. That's that was the correct classification. Whoa, excuse me, yeah. Mr. Trump. Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, that, a, what a what a wonderful very, red hat you have. <laughs> what a beautiful, oh, what a beautiful Trumpian. <laughs> Trumpian Why type lingo right you have? <laughs> Why was the Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like the orange man. <laughs> no, again. Why was the Spanish flu the Spanish flu? Because they name it after the place that it comes out of. Well, the Spanish it's, flu kind of yeah. actually came out of Kansas in our military bases, well, but yeah. it, it blew the fuck out of yeah. Spain and get a lot of more people. Yeah. It, you know what I'm getting at, though. We can name it whatever the fuck we want to name it, but uh, like the West Nile virus. Now, that came out of the West mm-hmm. Nile region. Yes. Uh, 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 fucking when you get bit by a tick, uh, Lyme's disease. Yes. Yeah. Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Yeah. Yeah. So they all, they all are named based on the, their origin, their location where they're the most predominant. Yes. So I, I don't I personally don't give a flying fuck. Call it China virus, call it the vid, call it the coof, call it COVID nineteen, call it Delta variant, call it the uh, Mississippi training. The Mississippi training, yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> call it whatever the fuck you want to call if it. If they want to call it the Mississippi training every day, I'll I can deal with that. Dude, I'll change Today, my tune. The Mississippi training I'll killed. Change- I'll change my tune on this whole fucking fourteen hundred uh, people. I'll be like, it's the, it, it's the Mississippi, <laughs> it's the Mississippi training, that Mississippi, uh, pandemic. That Mississippi training. It's a plague They're everywhere. <laughs> that, would, that would be even better if they say, "Have have you gotten your Mississippi tranny uh, jab yet?" Ooh. Ooh, have you been poked? <laughs> have you been poked by the Mississippi? Been, yeah. Um, speaking of which, and Doug, we, I'm curious if uh, if you've seen this yet. Speaking of trannies. 
The latest Dave Chappelle special. No, I have not. You I have, have not, not had a chance to see that Did you watch his yet. last one? Yes. Where he went really hard on the, uh, the LGBTQ yeah, plus right. all yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he continues in his newest one. He doesn't just double down. I think he triples down. Well, when did that come out? That came out this weekend, didn't it? Yeah. It was, over this yeah, it was like weekend. two yeah. days ago. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I did this weekend, but we'll get to that later. So, anyway, for, for next week's episode, if I can saddle you with homework, uh, I'm, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough. Yeah. But if, if you can watch the Dave Chappelle stand-up, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk def- about it. We'll react to yeah, it next yeah, episode. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Um, anyway, it just came up because of the whole tranny thing. Right. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put it that well, way. Well, I have to talk about my weekend now. Go for it. Please. I got a puppy. Woo-hoo! Yes. This one is we less a, horse-like, right? We, yes. More bear pony. More bear. Yes. More bear. And now you got a pony and a bear upstairs. Yes. That's what we have. A, a little baby chow chow. And she is as sweet as she can be. We drove to South Carolina to get her. It was uh, 11 hours, you know, round trip. But, I mean, that was stopping and eating new shit. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, Jim shows me a picture. I'm like, is that a fucking bear cub? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to put a picture of her in the in the show notes. I don't know if we can do that or not, but I can put it on the Instagram. Okay, yeah, we'll put, a, we'll put a picture of her on Instagram. Hell yeah! Yes, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. We call her. We call, her name is Sakari. We call her Kari. And Saka- what's the meaning of it? Sakari means sweet one in Indian, and she is sweet for now. Yes, for now. <laughs> so- until she realizes yeah, uh, just her had, capabilities. Yes. <laughs> I just had to throw in what we did this weekend. So yes, it was a it was a fun weekend for me, and I will watch Chappelle. There you go. Well, I, I figure I'll uh, throw in a contribution real quick. Um, since we were in the realm of China with some of our last uh, conversation, only only one request. Sure, we got to say it right. China, China, China. Chow chows are from China. <laughs> I don't. I, I think I'm the China. only. You human got a COVID dog? Yeah, yeah, I got a COVID dog. <laughs> I think I'm the only human being who cannot do a Trump, you know, uh, impersonation. It just doesn't sound right. Well, I'm not going to ask you to practice it now. <laughs> no, 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 China. So, um, you know, any of our fans are uh, familiar with uh, Crystal and Sager, uh, formerly of the Hill. Uh, they now have a new channel, uh, wanting to get away from corporate affects. And it's called Breaking Point. Well, they uh, released a story this week, and I thought it was fairly interesting, especially since I've been waiting to get a PS5 for I don't know how long. So uh, feast your ears. A PS5. In the video announcing Crystal and I were going independent, I mentioned one of the reasons we wanted to do so was so we didn't just have to chase views, but so we could focus on more substantive issues that belie the news cycle and our economy. I specifically pointed to semiconductors. As you all know, one of my personal obsessions. Because they are the electronic backbone of the new economy. He who controls semiconductors controls the future. Not quite true yet, but it will be, in my opinion. And that's what I want to take you on a tour of today. One of the most brazen views yet into the corporate battles of the future and a development which has immense implications for the future. They're calling it the semiconductor heist of the century. It's dramatic, I know. But once you learn the details, you'll be as outraged and as afraid as I am. 
So the company in question is known as ARM or ARM. They are widely regarded as the most important semiconductor intellectual property firm. Their IP is in cars, it's in Amazon, cell phones, AI, everything. Pretty much everything. Intel, semi-analysis, they point towards clearly an important company, right? Now, as we have learned with the car shortage, the PS5 shortage, and more, the entire U.S. economy can grind to a halt without these things. Now, prior to 2016, ARM was a British-controlled company, but corporations are going to corporation. And in 2016, it was acquired by a Japanese firm, SoftBank. You probably know SoftBank from their storied roles in the drama behind WeWork and Uber, pouring Saudi cash into the startups to create the veneer of success, and eventually having the bottom fall out of both. Now, SoftBank's plan to make ARM even more money is the same thing that they did with Uber. They wanted them to enter the Chinese market. So in their infinite wisdom, they created a joint venture. It was called ARM Holdings, and they sold 51% to a Chinese investors for $775 million. That, per semi-analysis, is a paltry sum, but it highlights what it means to do business in China. There's no such thing as independent business there. All Western businesses have to have Chinese partners. They are controlled at the behest of the Chinese state. And this is where things get really crazy. The Chinese branch of ARM, it holds much of ARM's intellectual property and designs for the next decade. Well, it's basically been stolen now by the Chinese with zero recourse. I'm really serious. The details are crazy, and they highlight exactly why letting our most valuable technology go to China in the first place and why business entanglements there are untenable in the long run. In 2020, ARM and a bunch of investors found that the head of their China operation was using his control of the company to attract investments to his other firm. So by a vote of seven to one at the board level, they decided to boot him. There's just one problem. That CEO's name is on the Chinese license. So despite the fact that the company wants him gone, Alan Wu, he's not going anywhere because Woo. he controls the license. So instead, under Chinese law, he's in control. He fired executives who didn't side with him. He now has security that has kept representatives from his parent company out of the building. And now he's just taking it over. So this culminated this week when ARM China just held an event where they declared their independence. They have a new name. Now they say they are China's largest CPU IP supplier. That is now independently operated by as a Chinese-owned company. Now, critically, the technology that they preview and claim is their own, but really is just the IP and resources of its old company, is now being used to deploy billions of cameras across China to fulfill their dream of a fully integrated technological surveillance state. Social credit scores everywhere, everywhere you go is tracked, your travel is restricted, and the state knows everything about everyone all the way down to the DNA level. So that's it, it's over. They control the company now. As semiconductor people are referring to it, it really is the heist of the century. Okay. But it's all right, that's nice. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, yeah, look, everybody saw this coming. It's greed, man. It's yeah. fucking, it's the greed of American. That's the American engine is greed. Uh, but think it's about more than that. But uh, that's a part of it, though. I mean, they, think about this. They though. sold 51% of the company yeah. to them. That's fucking greed. Well, and, but, well, think about this, though. With China, now they can basically hold semiconductors at ransom. But, you the, know, because but, our economy does function on the shit. Okay. This is what is going on right now behind the scenes that people are not seeing. Right now, they're building semiconductor 
factories all over the United States right now. Sure. They're doing that right now. Mm -hmm. They take a long time to build, and it takes a long time to get them up and running. Now, what he just said was 10 years. China, for the next 10 years, has got the shit. I guarantee you, within the next 10 years, the U.S. will have a company that is just as big, if not bigger, than that company. I pray. Easily. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Yes. And the reason why I say it's not just greed, um, greed's always going to be a part of it, is because I, I see a lot of this like anti-capitalism talk, like making money is inherently evil because it leads to the destruction of all this. Whatever. Uh, I shit on all that, but what I see it is that that even is before all of this, where China's controlling all this, or American companies are selling their rights over to China and all this, what makes that possible is the fact that China does not and will never have the same regulations put on them on how factories are to operate or what it's like to build a business or start a business like there is in America. Right. Mm-hmm. The right. amount, the mountains of red tape and the collusion between the already successful companies here in America that are doing well right. and their, their buddy-buddy, hip-to-hip partnership with government to write laws so that it's damn near impossible for you to compete in a truly capitalistic way here on our land, it's so impossible that, yeah, if you're going to make it at all, China has to do all the legwork for you right. for you to compete in this over-regulated, over-manipulated, and crony uh, capitalist, fascistic, if I dare say, right. system that we have. So before we even get to greed, because greed could be, could you could still have greed and leave China completely the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. But if it's here on our shores, we don't have the problem of being dependent on a foreign uh, antagonistic. And that's my point. That's my point in all of this. It's still greed. They're they're giving it to China because China can make it cheap. Yeah, That's greed. They're making it cheap so they can make more profit. That's greed. If you it, look, I, I'll say this until I fucking die. If you can make one dollar off of a, a profit off of a, something in the United States, and five dollars profit from it in in having it made in China and shipped to the United States, I'll take the dollar in the United States all day long. And any politician or fucking government official that wouldn't take that is that's that's you're selling outrageous. our freedom. You're selling out. To, to another fucking mm-hmm. country. That's that's greed. And it, that's well, greed. But at the end of the day, also, it, what he listed right there was that this is meant to push their social system to have, uh, you know, surveillance, yeah, surveillance across everywhere. The co- and yeah. yeah. And so beyond greed, this is also meant to help solidify a social system. Right. So, uh, and I mean, in, in America with the vaccine passports that they want to do and all these other things, that is your social score right there coming to life. They've also, I read an article now where they are request or, um, certain credit, um, companies are offering. If you share your internet history that you get a boost in your score. Mm Mm-hmm. 
yet again another walk towards a social system. Yeah, it's data. This mine. should scare the fuck out of you. Yeah. No, my my whole point is is you're not going to take greed out of the human element. No, I know. I, I get sure. That. But but the 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 problem here isn't China and it isn't greed. Uh, China's not going anywhere. Greed's not going anywhere. What's the the problem is is that they've made it damn near impossible to remain competitive while staying here. Where any company that actually wants to survive the mountains of red tape and bureaucratic bullshit, and that's the and that's the and that's people out. And that America. is the fault of the people that and are sending the shit to China. It's, it's the fault. Look, look, <laughs> corporations. I'm, I'm way before Corporations, that, no, government. Yeah, you're talking about red tape. I'm That's what I'm saying. That that every all of that red tape was formed by government cor- corporations. All it was formed by fucking greed. It was formed by greed. All of the red tape that you have to go through to open a business in this country and 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 it's not really red tape it's taxation that's basically what we're coming down to mm-hmm. it's the fucking taxes they tax the shit out of you and the reason that they do that is so they can keep the big government machine running yeah. and the corporations love it because they get the loophole of yeah. not having to pay the tax. And they keep and their power. And they get to send all the shit to China to get it made there and bring it back into the United States and say, oh, shh, shh, it's okay. The government's like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah now, you can do now that. we can be diplomatic now, with now, all these other countries. And that is my point. I think That's it's more about point. power than greed. Uh, well, and, 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 and they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand, but I would rather have power than have money. Yes. Yeah. Um, because you can have all the money in the world, but if you step out of line. Right. They can take all that shit away from and, and you. That's, and that's my point on making a dollar in the United States compared to $5 in China. If you, if, if, if everything was made in this country... Um, and, and I'm not saying everything should be made here. I'm not saying we shouldn't have trade with other countries. That's not what I'm saying. It, what I am saying, though, is if we can't have enough in this country to keep this country going when shit goes down in other mm-hmm. countries, that is a problem. Yep. That's a huge fucking problem. And that was supposed and, to be one of the positives of the whole situation with COVID is we're waking up to the fact that everything we have is manufactured somewhere elsewhere. else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so so now we're supposed to start manufacturing a lot more of our material. But it, whether that happens or not remains to be seen. And that's why I'm more nationalistic, where I want America to be self-sufficient. I do. Too. I want us to not be dependent sure. on other nations. To the point where we have to go invade the the weaker ones so that we can manipulate the powerful ones to do our bidding. While the whole time they're adding more laws and making it more difficult for people to open uh, businesses here in America that, to remain profitable. And, that, and I agree with that. But at the same time, I think that America has a... Dude, we have a management problem. That's basically what America... America has had a management problem for the past 40 fucking years. It, it's 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 managed very poorly. If you're the manager of a uh, uh, anything, if you're the manager at a fucking gas station, it's your job to make sure everything runs the way it's supposed to at that gas station. Make sure that you know that uh, that your cracked out fucking overnight employee that stays there overnight is there behind the cash register every night, and he's not stealing money from you. 
And it's the it's the same thing. The management of America, I agree with you. I think we should be self-sufficient. But at the same time, I don't think that we should not have trade with other countries because that's what keeps the that's what keeps everything yeah. flowing. That goes without saying. But but when when it comes to shit that matters, the things that matter, which just like you were saying, COVID, this whole lockdown showed us that we're not ready. Mm-hmm. America's not ready for anything. No. So we we need to be making our own fucking gas. We need to be making our own semiconductors. We need to make our own our chips for cars. All that shit. We need to be doing that shit here. Yeah. That is enough to supply the country in case some other shit goes down. But this is the trade off with that. Once that once that's built up to where we're supplying our our needs with shit that we make here, then that leaves all these other countries out in the cold because nobody's buying their shit from them nope. to bring into America. I, I, I disagree. There, and it might not even be holy, but a, a, a technicality. I right, disagree. right. Go ahead. I want America to be the top producers of what America consumes. Yes. We need to have a production-based economy, not a consumption-based economy. Right. Because when when you switch, which we have done decades ago, over to a consumer-based economy, we're now dependent on uh, importing more than right. exporting. Yes. Trade all day. I'm a free trade advocate. That's the only way you keep peace right. and keep prosperity on the rise globally. Right. Without... Uh, famine and and disparity here and picking and choosing winners. If if China's doing its own fucking thing, and they're forced to compete with America instead of owning America, they're going to have to figure out their own shit. And they're right. smart people; they'll get it done. Whatever. Right. But if America is a net exporter, then we got trade with the entire world yeah. instead of. We are so dependent on receiving shit that now those fuckers are in control, and that's why. I'm so nationalistic that that's how you actually make America stronger is by having a production-based economy where the world's actually dependent on us for our shit that we're making, and we can be that China while serving ourselves and not being dependent on these other countries. And then other countries that don't want to be dependent on America's shit, they can figure out what they can produce better than anybody else, and that's called competition. Right, and, and, and I get yes. that. And where this is where it all changed. This is really where it all changed was food. Hmm? America, when America was the biggest exporter of anything, it was food. Yeah. We exported food all over the fucking place and because we are the breadbasket of the world. We can grow more food here than anywhere else. Thanks, now, Monsanto. Now, what changed? There you go. Yes. You just said it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just said it. What changed is when we started genetically modifying food, all these countries that we were selling food to said, we don't want that. Hell no. We don't want that. Yeah. We don't want that food. And they quit buying our food. And that that's basically, the, uh, we ruined the, the whole food. Yeah. Well, and, and, we're still the largest exporter and, of food. Well, uh, I, mean, I know, but, but it's more, now it's all soybeans. Mm-hmm. Soybeans is huge. That's our biggest export problem. That's the downfall of man. It's, it's you see soybeans. these soy boys out there? Yeah. I read it on a lot of right-wing threads. But I mean, but we used to export, dude, we used to export a shitload of corn. We used to export a shit, you know, soybeans has always been there. We used to, I mean, any kind of, uh, 
you know, vegetable like that. We used to export a lot of it. And I get it. Like, I'm totally, I'm much more down with uh, people eating actual real food and not processed yeah, shit. Yeah, right. GMOs, and one of our biggest, uh, you know, uh, you know, we were just talking about corn. That's high fructose corn syrup yeah, now, yeah, well, that, yeah, which we have to create a shit ton of. That's right. taking something that's yeah. fine and then processing it into something that's exactly. going to kill you. Yeah. My point yep. is, like, GMOs, I'm not that hard on. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that was inevitable because of the population boom. It's the largest contributor to the population boom right. is now you can have food year-round of things that right. used to be seasonal. And it was insects were the first thing that yeah, they, they it, were trying to. It was It was humans engineering their way out of nature. Right. Which will come with its own problems, but in order to uphold this pop, this global population boom, it was necessary. Right. Otherwise, no, I agree. I agree. otherwise you would have genocidal level fucking death and 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 shit that we don't want to deal with. Right. Even though an argument could be made. Well, I won't get in there. <laughs> well, you, but well, you I will say it. There's too many goddamn people. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is. No, there, there is. The, the, the earth. And now I'm going to sound slightly Greta Thunbergish. <laughs> um, the Earth has too many fucking people that aren't producing anything that are dependent on someone else. Therefore, yeah. you restrict freedoms. You have a rise in tyranny. You have a rise in and and concentrated powers. And that's when there's the weights on the wheel become too concentrated in areas, and you start to f- lose balance right. and everything. Mm-hmm. Can right because once the power dynamic is fucked up and it's not equally distributed, you know. It, it it can get wonky. Um, that's why I just that's why I don't care about the rest of the world anymore. I don't give a fuck about some kid that's dying in fucking a hut on the other side of the world or what's happening in France. Don't give a shit. I want America to be. Uh, I want for my country what I want every other countryman to want for their for theirs. country. Right, and that is to self sufficiency. Yes, and and, 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 and and that's me. That's that's exactly the way I feel. I feel the same way. So. I want open trade, mm-hmm. but I want closed borders. Right. And not closed as in the sense of there's no passing through. But right, right. I want, I want people Checks to- Checks and balances. I want people to build on their cultures. Yeah. And improve their own lot and life in their country. Uh, this world cannot take a concentration of everybody rushing into one spot. Because right, Because you're right. going to deplete and, the resources and you're not- It's, it's not going to do a net good- and over, that was over time. That was my whole point with, uh, you know, with Mexico. I mean, why instead of all the people coming to Mexico, why don't they just have their revolution and and take over all the shit that's fucked up in Mexico? Same you thing know, in Haiti. It, it's yeah, Haiti. Same shit. It, all these countries that uh, you know, America had had our revolution. Man. It was bloodiest war ever. And there's another one coming, <laughs> probably. I mean, I'm, I'm at some I'm, point. Yeah, at, at some point, at some point, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every country, you know, to to make a country better, you have to you have to be willing to do what to fight for something. Yeah, well, not just fight for something, but you have to be willing to do what the other side won't do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be willing to do that, and that's why. The U.S. dropped the nuclear bomb. That's the mentality of the United States. We have to be willing to do what the other side won't do. Yeah. And that mentality is what keeps people free. That is the check and balance. That's what keeps That's you from being check. overtaken. Exactly. If you don't adhere to that, if you don't adhere to like, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do what this guy won't do, even in your job. 
even if you're if you're working in a job and you see something needs to be done, you know, instead of waiting for fucking your lazy employee to do it, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was what ja- the Japanese people brought that up back in the day when they said the American worker was lazy. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were right. They were right. They were like, you know, in America, when something doesn't get done on a job, instead of another coworker going up and doing that, it just doesn't get done. Yeah. And yeah. in Japan, if something's not getting done, then somebody else will come along and help it get done so they can get more done. And and it's all relatable. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. all, people need to take over their own shit. They, they and, yeah. improve, yes. and improve their own situation. And exactly. The, and well, the, the people in Haiti should overthrow their own fucking government yes. and and do the things necessary to create the Haiti that they want instead of just fleeing and going to where it's already done. Right. 100%. And also pay attention to the amendments that are most under attack right now. It's nothing new that the Second Amendment's always under attack. But the First Amendment's under attack. And, you know... Australia is in the news a shit ton always now because of authoritarian-like power over their people. And what did they do in, what, circa 2007? They gave up their fucking guns. So now that they want to rebel against their government because of harsh mandates that don't make any goddamn sense, they can't fight back. So if they're coming for your guns and they're coming for your free speech... Batten down the hatches. It's time for fucking war. Yeah, I mean, and and I know that a lot of people might have heard what I said about like the Haitians, yeah, you, know, you know, overthrow your government, like, and create your own fucking Haiti. It's like, well, create your own fucking Facebook, bro. You know, I I get it. That's a tall order to ask. Well, mm-hmm. you know. but at the same time, what are you willing to sacrifice? Zuck that's off. The, that's the one word we haven't brought up. Sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Lazy's one way to. To say it, but what yeah. are you willing to sacrifice to get the things that you claim that you actually fucking want? That's it. You if you're be not willing, willing to, to do it, and sometimes that sacrifice means everything, everything that you cannot get back. You know how many people sacrifice everything just to move something just an inch? Yeah. Think, think about the the first person to die in any war. Yeah. Do you think they felt any accomplishment? No. Do you think anything was accomplished? No. Not then. Not because of that. It took that and thousands and thousands and thousands more to yep. even potentially get something moving in that direction. Right. And that's the course of nature for all of human history. Yep. And if you aren't willing to risk everything, then you really don't want anything. You can claim it, mm-hmm. but all you're doing is you're moving to the easiest, the easiest lowest point where the water flows and you're not you're not changing the direction of the river you're not doing anything that's going to have any long-lasting change you're just you're going to be yet another cog in somebody else's wheel another pawn that somebody else can redirect you the way they want because they know that you're not willing to fight for anything you just want to go where it's already there fuck that bullshit you gotta you gotta fight otherwise somebody else will do it for you and you'll just be left to live however they want you to live exactly yeah. fuck that noise yeah under their rule of course but i mean that's that's what the biden administration wants out of you they want you to give up they want you to depend on them so that we can sell ourselves to china so that they can take our rights away slowly but surely it's it's all within their plan yeah and the jab is the big the latest biggest most you know popular part of that uh even if it is good for you even if it does 
all the wonderful things that they claim it does. Um, it's still, it's being used as a tool to, to do just that because they know that they don't really give a fuck if you get jabbed. They just want to exude their power over those that don't. That's more important to them than actually having anybody's health improved. Yeah. Fuck them. All right. Well, we got to change direction. Mm. Totally. Got to get out of the serious rut. Holy fuck. What are we going to solve the world's problems over here, guys? <laughs> I think we did. I mean, we have the word. There we ig- go. We have the word ignore in our fucking title. We're telling people to ignore us. Hey, you know, actually, we should get a community of like minded individuals by an island. Ignore the Rantia, we'll call it. Hey, let's buy Haiti and kick all the Haitians off. I'm, there we go. It'll be a nice Send spot. them to America. Yeah. yeah hey. <laughs> Viva a- law, ignore the Rantia. Yeah. Bu- uh, Buford Highway near Atlanta. You'll love it there. Yeah. We'll trade places. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll, be, you'll be right at home. <laughs> well, going in a totally different direction, there's no way to link the two. Uh, we'll just have to say, fuck it. And let's check in with our favorite news uh, our favorite news brother, Mr. Bench Press himself, Chris Cuomo, has found himself in a little bit of hot water recently. This isn't like breaking news. It's just something that's been going on. Not Fredo. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little, little uh, extra white sauce on that Alfredo. Um, <laughs> this story came out a little while ago, and I've just kind of loosely been paying attention. Not really. Wasn't interested. It Word came out a little while back that old Chris Cuomo uh, has some sexual assault allegations against him. And to me, I was just like, "Uh, this is clearly whatever. Like the Cuomo brothers obviously need to exit stage left. They've been they've been used up. Their their services have been rendered no no longer necessary and they need to get out of the public eye. It's some they have somebody else in mind that they want to take that spot. And then I just paid attention to the news coverage of it and i'm not saying sexual assault is funny but when the cuomo brothers do it <laughs> they find a way to just be immense fucking assholes so much so that i find it hilarious i got a hey, question i hey, got a question the, the family that assaults together stays together what, what on? was it on cnn that's a good question <laughs> i don't remember where i got this clip okay um but let's tear into it see All what right. they say please Exactly one month after Andrew Cuomo stepped down as the governor of New York, his brother, CNN's Chris Cuomo, is now being accused of inappropriate behavior. His former boss has come forward to say years ago he touched her where he shouldn't have. CNN. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He touched her where he shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, that covers a lot here, of different places. Here's his, first, here's his first mistake. He worked for a woman. <laughs> I'm just saying, you have a man in charge. You're probably not catching uh, the old SA charge. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Anchor Chris Cuomo is coming under fire today for what he admits he did to his former boss. We are watching. Shelly Ross, an ex-GMA executive producer, reveals that in 2005... Cuomo greeted me with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my buttock. It happened at a bar during a going away party for an ABC News colleague. Cuomo worked at ABC at the time. In an op-ed published in today's New York Times, 
Ross quotes Cuomo as saying as he groped her, I can do this now that you're no longer my boss. Oh, oh, nice. Wow. Nice. Apparently not. <laughs> was, uh, Come here, toots. <laughs> was, he, was he married at the time? Oh, you're asking questions I have I, no answers I, to. I, I'm just curious. But this is 2005. Yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. Immediately, anybody just want to ponder why it took 16 motherfucking years well, and, and four years after the Me Too movement to finally blow the whistle on the Cuomo, the other Cuomo brother? Yeah, well, right around the time they're putting up charges against the governor yeah, is, or ex. Yeah, here's here's the hint, people. Uh, that's why I said it. the Cuomos have extinguished their use, and now it's time for them to go away. Right. Yeah. The machine has, has chewed them spit, up. Spit them out. And they're trying and to they're spit them out. them out, yes. So that they can have their, their, their new, more they, desired right. talking heads take their place. Yes. Don't ever forget that. However, the whole thing fucking line of i can do this to you because you're not my boss any longer <laughs> wow that's yeah, nice god that's damn hey. how, did, how did he get close enough to give her a hug with the size balls between his legs to fucking ha- say that shit yeah god damn i can squeeze your ass now yeah these cuomos wow, did buddy. he uh talk about anything that was popping up at the same time yeah uh, we'll get there but somebody <laughs> put a bell on these <laughs> somebody put a bell on these cuomos fucking, yeah, yeah we, need no to, we need to know where they're at Oh, you can't, she says, she replied. Hold on, hold on. So her response was, no, you can't. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Again, female balls. Uh, I guess it had to be 16 years before the no, you can't heard around the world. <laughs> Quotes Cuomo as saying, as he groped her, I can do this now that you're no longer my boss. No, you can't, she says, she replied, pushing him <laughs> off me at the chest while stepping back, revealing my husband, who Ooh. had seen the entire episode oh my at God. close range. The allegation comes a little more than one month after Cuomo's brother, Andrew Cuomo, resigned as New York State Governor in the wake of his own sexual harassment scandal. He denies any wrongdoing. The best way I can help now <laughs> oh, Jesus is Christ. if I step aside and let government get back to governing. Ross shared this email from Chris Cuomo, which he sent an hour after the 2005 groping incident. The subject line, now that I think of it, I am ashamed. He apologized to a very good and noble husband. Then he apologized to her for even putting you in such a position. Ross says she never thought Cuomo's behavior was sexual in nature, but a hostile act meant to diminish and belittle his female former boss in front of the staff. Today, Cuomo sent this statement to the Times. As Shelley acknowledges, our interaction was not sexual in nature. No it boner. happened 16 years ago in a public setting. I apologized to her then, and I meant it. And I well, love that, this is right hey. in front of her husband at the same time. Yeah, yeah. cuckolding. At, uh, at, yeah. at least he admitted it. Uh, uh, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm not, not, not going to. But, but I, uh, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah. I a bunch of water yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maron. <laughs> yeah, that's the. It's a New York power play, man. Who gives a fuck? That's how we greet people in our neighborhood. We grab their butt cheek. Yeah, you come to me, I grab your butt cheek. Come on. Yeah. I've done it to the husband too, but he looked like such a cock over there. <laughs> I'd have kissed him on the lips. His butt cheek, a brusute. Who hey, gives a fuck? Yes. I bet you his butt cheek felt like rigor. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, at least the little brother admitted it. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the closest you got with uh, old governor 
was I, the best thing to do now is to uh, step away from the, uh, you know, the office over here and let New York be New York. Now, is Chris Because Cuomo's, my brother's going to need me soon. Is, is he still on CNN? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Huh. The only thing was he wasn't able, or able, he wasn't allowed to speak on uh, his brother's dealings while right. they were happening, but... Yeah, as far as I'm aware, now I don't watch CNN. He could very well be the fuck off of it. And I yeah, I haven't know. watched it in a while. I mean, fuck, I pulled up Inside Edition to get that story. And I, I love how it's like, now that I think about it, I'm ashamed. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and oh, I, you mean after you were you were accused? Yeah. Oh, funny how that shit happens. Yeah, Here's, it's funny that he did it right in front of her husband. Oh, that's, that's, that's not the balls, yeah. like the balls that's on this guy. funny. That's funny. And uh, it's like, <laughs> and the husband just stands there like a limp fucking noodle, and doesn't do that's anything. my fucking point in all this that I was going to bring up. You know how this all gets stopped and comes out immediately yeah. the day it happens? Yeah. When they're having a report on Chris, Chris Cuomo Getting having a broken out. fucking nose because <laughs> he got knocked the fuck out by his former boss's husband right. for grabbing yeah. her ass. I don't think anybody would have been appalled uh, or or shocked with that reaction, especially 16 years ago. They'd have been like, yeah, you fucking think about it. If he got straight up decked, they would have said, yeah, you don't grab another man's no. wife. Yeah. Whether yeah. that's your boss, not your boss, doesn't fucking matter. No, right, right. Like, hey, husband, where the fuck you at, dude? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. grab the cheek. I grab the throats. Now, what would be interesting, and in this I don't know, is if they're still married. Whether or not Cuomo was married at the time, I have no idea. I'm sure divorce papers were drawn up the next day. Yeah. <laughs> if she was smart. Yeah. But, yeah. Then again, we're you know talking about women. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I have not dove in to see if... Uh, because, again, 16 years ago. Why is this even make making news now? I don't know. But no, yeah. I don't know. I've never walked up to a chick, especially one that I knew that was married, and even more so one that uh could have any weight on my career and grabbed their ass. Went yeah. Yeah. went full r- bent wrist around to her butt and was like, "What's up?" Yeah. And trust me, if she would have just had a little glimmer in her eye and was like, "Oh, Chris, you think that he wouldn't have been a little like Let's take this somewhere else. Let's go somewhere else, Hey, baby. let's escalate this situation. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yeah, fuck the Cuomos. <laughs> but, let's, but, let's see how many uh, New Yorkers we lose by our terrible fucking, you know, New York accents. Oh, I don't know, dude. When I hear people from Massachusetts try to sound Southern, I just get a tickle out of it. Because I'm like, <laughs> ah, they tried. Listen to them. Bless, bless their heart. We got one of them. Bless their heart, yeah. So, but staying in the Cuomo sphere and in the... New York governor office. Remember, uh, Governor Cuomo's been out for a while now. He's long since been replaced by a woman. I think we all know how I feel about women in high levels of power. Oh, come on, Tim. Let's see how she's handling her new role as governor. Here she is talking about vaccines. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) What is it? She has, she had a vaccinated necklace made. There's pictures of it online. You can see it. It says vaxxed 
and it's in gold, and she wears it to just let everybody know that she's vaccinated. In fact, I'll back it up just a just a wee bit. I don't want y'all to miss this. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> also, she's talking about God. Uh, anyway, uh, Godfather. I'm vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. Oh my you know God. this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. We love each other. This is Jesus actually taught happening. us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. Fighting systemic racial injustice, which exists today. And if there's a dot denier, I will take you on any day because I've seen it. I know it exists. And we are not going to have a blind eye to this ever again any longer under my... Thank you, Josephine. Okay, so a couple things there. Yeah, she said um, she wants people to be her apostles. Yeah, so obviously um, she's Josephine. Josephine Christ- Cristiano. Cristiano, yes. A lot of things wrong in this clip. Uh, where do I begin? Um, well, God gave us this vaccine. <laughs> God and the little man from Pfizer. Is her necklace uh, crucifix, you know, with uh, the hypodermic needle just hanging off an arm or something? If it was a crucifix, it'd be burning into her fucking chest. (laughs) And it says "vaxed" like a rapper, huh? Yeah, that's that should be her rap name, "vaxed." Governor V, go yeah, here come V, yo. Okay, MCV. All right, so I, 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 this almost killed me watching this fucking. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a little. That's 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 scary. So, whew, so a a governor of uh, one of the New largest <laughs> states in America carries a little bit of weight with her. A little bit. Uh, credits God with the vaccine, but I guess she's not going to credit God with the virus because the same people that made one made the other. Um, based on well, fucking around with science. You know, God loves science. By the way, yeah, he fucking loves. Yeah. It. Well, you don't you don't want to thank God for something bad. Well, of course not. God never does anything that we don't like. I know hurricanes are awesome. Floods, fucking earthquakes, volcanoes. I love those things. Those All make me it. happy yeah. as shit. Asteroids. <laughs> Genocide. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Unreasonable deaths of children for no reason. I mean, I guess God has no hand in any of that yes. stuff. None. So, okay, so we're only going to give credit. He, he actually did not save the children this month so he could give us a vaccine. There you go. You know? There you go. Got to take from one to give to another, I guess. These are the sacrifices you were talking about, Jim. Not my sacrifices. <laughs> so so she brings God into it immediately. Already kind of pinging on the crazy radar. And I'm not against God. And I'm not against religious people. You know, faith is important to those. Not here to, Not here to fuck with that. But for a governor... To invoke God, to push agendas, is what I'm against. And to say she wants people to be her apostles. Yes. And now that's 
a god complex. Mm-hmm. That Just is a wee a, bit. that is a sign of a god complex. And yeah. now, she thinks she is God. And by and proxy, she needs, she needs apostles out she's there. She's been cleansed. Yeah, exactly. Now, by proxy, does this mean that the people that don't get vaccinated are now ungodly to her? Almost evil. Uh-oh. She did automatically or already say in that clip that, well, I know all of you are vexed. You had to be because I forced it so. Yeah. And therefore, you're the smart ones. You're on God's side. Yes. You're now you're now making this a you're one of God's good versus children. evil kind of a thing. Yes. Like I've always said on the entire history of this show, it's all about when I disagree with somebody, I'm right, they're wrong, I'm good, therefore they're evil. And she's doing the most blatant version of that I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, though, if somebody's going to out-God New York, it's going to be the South. And we're not going to God the same way New York does. Yeah, let's have a God off and see who comes out on top. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's very God. You know, yeah. that's very Christ-like. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, God versus God. But here's, here's the thing. With all the shit uh, that I could easily throw this bitch's way. Uh, one, she's not my governor, so go, she can go fuck herself. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But anytime there's an exercise in crazy, I'm going to fucking play it. <laughs> she might not be the craziest person in New York. There's one of our favorites that have been around a long time that never disappoints with his level of just absolute absurdity. And that is one Keith motherfucking Olbermann. Booster shot. Mission accomplished. And it is. It is time to stop coddling them, the ones who won't get the damn shot already. And our first step, you and I, is symbols, the language we use. We call these people vaccine hesitant. Vaccine skeptics. Anti-vax. We say they're protesting mandates and passports. They're making a personal choice. They're waiting for more information. They're making a medical decision. Bullshit! They're afraid. Wow. They're afraid to get vaccinated. Stop feeding their egos about what they're doing. Stop legitimizing it. Vaccine hesitant, they're afraid. Vaccine skeptics, they're afraid. Anti-vax, they're afraid. They're protesting mandates and passports. They're afraid. I'm afraid of you. Personal choice, they're afraid. They're waiting for more information. Afraid. They're making a medical decision to be afraid. The Isn't fear a valid reason? Afraid. Afraid of the vaccine. Afraid of being proved wrong. Afraid of doing what anybody else in the world tells them to do. Afraid of needles. So no more pleasant euphemisms about what's going on here apart from the people who have legitimate medical complications about vaccines, we have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. We start by calling them what they are. They are all snowflakes and cowards and idiots and losers. And most importantly, they are afraid. Okay, this is coming from a snowflake moron who's afraid. What's up, loser? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Keith Oberman. It dude, that guy's that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's a that is the dumbest shit. To say that I'm afraid of a vaccine 
Yeah, I'm a little afraid. Yeah, I am. I'm not afraid of a needle going in my mm-hmm. arm, I, even though I don't like needles. I will say that. I don't uh, like needles yeah, at all. No, yeah, yeah. But I I am afraid of the vaccine. Yes. You're right, Keith. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm afraid that you're going to turn into a turnip in five years. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're gonna be afraid of the vaccine then. Yeah. And uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be laid up in a hospital and you're not even gonna be able to speak your fucking name. Yeah. I'm afraid that there's not enough research done on the vaccine that you're giving us. I'm afraid that everyone that is taking the vaccine might be willy nilly passing around the virus when they're supposed to be suppressing it. I'm afraid that a bunch of people are walking around with bullshit information and attacking others for actually researching for themselves taking care of themselves i'm afraid that you're a giant asshole and fucking idiot keith olberman yeah no i'm I'm afraid of freedom that's what he's afraid of yeah he's afraid of freedom i'm not afraid of the shot no i'm not afraid of the shot either i'm not afraid of what's in it what it might possibly do that's not the reason why i haven't gotten it I'm afraid that if everybody just gives the fuck in on the first whim of being told to do something, that we lose any right to ever challenge anything ever again. All right. Uh, That's well, what I'm sure. afraid of. No. Well, but I'm I still agree with say, that. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I fear I'm- that because that has a much longer lasting effect than anything in that shot. True. Because my life, hopefully, is a lot shorter than the life of this fucking nation and my family that's coming behind me. Right, yeah. Right. I am... Far more afraid that by just giving in today, we'll take away their freedoms to challenge and question things and the future for them. Right. Exactly. Fuck the dangers, which there are some. Sure. Fuck the fear that he thinks is the most prevalent reason why people are hesitant. Yeah, I'm afraid of him. Like I said. My my entire thing with him is he's literally shouting from an ivory tower and the most expensive real estate in the world, or at least in America. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't show you all the video, but he does this from his balcony in his high rise where his backdrop is Central Fucking Park. That ain't cheap. No. Mm-mm. So you literally have somebody who's in the 1% of 1%, yelling at all of the norm, yelling down at all the normies, casting aspersions amongst them because they don't. They don't live like him. Right. Where if he gets the shot and it takes him, takes him out for a couple weeks, he can withstand that. There's a, a lot, millions of people actually, that if they miss two weeks of work, they're not going to be there for the third. Yeah. That I'm job done. will not exist for them. Yeah. yeah, of course. So the variables that are present for the normies that he's yelling from his ivory tower onto, he cannot understand because mm-hmm. he is not one of them. And it's always hilarious to me to watch the privileged yell down at the the pe- normies and the, the peasants. peasants, yeah, and chastise them for not being him. Right? It's hilarious to me, mm-hmm. especially when he is such a beacon of the left. You people should all just die. That is supposed to care for his common man more right. so than the greedy, corporate-minded right winger. Yeah. The hypocrisy, which I've already, which I've always said, that is the the lowest form of criticism for anybody like Keith Olbermann. The hypocrisy is expected. 
Anybody that's not principled is going to be a hypocrite. Right. That's how that works, is you don't know what the fuck you believe. You just react to that day's events, and you're going to end up talking against yourself at some point. The point is more so that people like him are the ones that are in power. Mm-hmm. People like him are the ones that people that other people think should be in power. And those are the people that should be thrown from his tower, yeah. never to be heard from again. Uh, if this shit was, you know, just a few hundred years ago, his and I and that shit fell to me. I could hear him, me and yeah, I don't know, a handful of my friends would storm his building and throw him off his fucking castle. Right. Yeah. The way shit used to be handled. But uh, anyway, good luck, Keith. Glad you got the jab. Your third one. I really hope nothing bad happens to you. Sincerely. Fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Jesus. Fuck Christ. you, Keith yeah. Overman. But um, there's a reason why you don't have your old job. It's because you're a fucking loon. And there's so, you know, this is what's crazy about all the news. They're so arrogant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every one of them. Every fucking one of them. When you... It, it doesn't matter if you're watching Fox, CNN, NBC. It doesn't matter what. The arrogance in there and just their personality of the, of who they are is fucking disgusting. It My, really yeah. is. Michael Malice had a take on this over a year ago, and it still sticks with me to this day. When I watched that Keith Olbermann clip, it was just ringing out the whole time. And he said that there's one thing that has come out of this pandemic that to him was just blindingly notable. Now he was living in New York at the time. So these were the kinds of people I imagine he was encountering is, and I'm going to get it wrong. I'm not going to quote him exactly, but he said something to the effect of this pandemic has given otherwise unremarkable people an overwhelming sense of power and divinity over others. Right. Mm -hmm. And they are more than willing to exercise it at the detriment of how that might destroy their own community. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I agree with that. I yeah, mean, Fauci's, Fauci's a prime example yeah, of that for sure. And the left, you know, the left used to be the, the party of empaths. We are empathetic to your plight. We're empathetic to the things that you feel. You coming out and telling us how much of an idiot we are for not doing something. And you're, you not trying to understand that. That's the very opposite of empathy. It's almost like that was a lie that they used to get other people that are empathetic on their side so they could obtain power and never do anything with that mm-hmm. power to uphold the thing that they claim to believe in. It's almost like <clears throat> they were full of shit and they used you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And I'd like to point out, I mean, the NBA uh, individual, what was his name? Um, well, regardless, well, you, you had two. you had, uh, Draymond Green one. and Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Jonathan Isaac. He said that the media is basically dying, that it's not, they're not the media anymore or they're starting not to be. And oh. I would throw out to you. They're not they the media. Been. Oh, no. They ha- yeah. They, they haven't been. A while. Here's, here's, they a, are commentators. Here's a perfect example. I, Let's let's take a little trip back to 2003, uh, springtime, if y'all remember, when we were invading Iraq. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they used to have, on American television, the Iraqi Minister of Information yeah. come yep. out and give his press conferences, and he would come out and say, I don't know what you're worried about. Right. There is nothing <laughs> to worry about. Everybody go home. This is nothing... 
This will all be over soon. There are no Americans here. Literally, as you hear bombs dropping. <laughs> Scud missiles going overhead. Totally, like, you could hear the thing that he's saying <laughs> is not, not a thing. Yes, it's not happening. I'm going to play for you now, Exhibit A, and to how that has come to America. Because they are no longer... Uh, interested in reporting what everybody else can see for themselves and in this case here for themselves thank you to all of our partners oh my god it's just such an unbelievable moment brandon you also told me as you can hear the chants from the the crowd yeah what are they saying let's go brandon Oh my God! Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that sound came through the podcast. Uh, the chant was not "Let's go, Brandon." No, not at all. Uh, I believe it was more in the realm of "Fuck, Fuck Joe, Joe Biden. Biden" with a nice little clap. Um, Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> that was in Talladega over the weekend. The uh, the media, you know, the reporter <laughs> that was trying to share information. Uh, was just yards away from the crowd yelling "fuck Joe Biden," and it's like nothing to hear here. That was no. that was a hell of a save. Though. <laughs> you hear, you hear, oh, you hear him? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, right. sure. <laughs> Fucking but, hell! The the Iraqi Minister of Information has come home here in America right. and has found themselves uh, firmly in a NASCAR race. Yeah, from NASCAR to any other. I mean, they've in, now gotten to NASCAR. Wow, media. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You've really overdone yeah. it this time. And every football game this year has been that. <laughs> yeah. Every football game this year. It, you, it, it's funny as hell because when you're watching us, you know, the college games, you know, we watch them all. We watch as many as we can. And every one of them, man, it's funny as hell because they have to cut the audio when that when the crowd's doing it. And, and they never cut it. You know, there's always it's somebody. It's perfect. There's always a delay. You know, yeah, there's always yeah. that delay. You know, and you hear them. Fuck get, Joe Biden. The first couple get in. Yeah, yeah. They'll let it. They'll let a few get in, and then they'll cut the audio to it. It's funny as hell. But yeah, yeah. Nobody likes you, Joe. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I'd be shouting with them. Fuck yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, nobody likes you, man. Because he's trying so hard. Come to, on, man. He's trying so hard to be Obama. He wants uh, to be loved like Obama, and he's failing at everything. Right. Oh yeah. And he's, he, he has the he has a lower approval rating than Trump at his lowest. Right. Uh, anybody? Whoopsie. Yeah. Anybody remember how bad Orange Man was? Well, you're you're voting and saying that Biden is even worse than the guy that you replaced. And 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 Orange what Man. I'm afraid yeah. is. Dude, we're only one year into this. Not guy. even. Yeah, we're not even a year in. We still have a quarter yeah, of the yeah, year we got to go. Th- three years left, and and I mean, I I am totally afraid of like next summer. You know, like well, going into next summer, I'd see Kamala Harris mm-hmm. uh, as the president. I mean, he can't continue to go on in the manner that he has been as far as his mental capacity. And all of you thought that a vote for Biden was a vote for normalcy, that we would get away from the hectic craziness that was Trump. Sorry, guys, that's not happening. Well, you know. Well, you know, you you said you're you're worried about if, you know, Kamala gets in and how Mm -hmm. that's going to be awkward. Let me calm you down. Like I said, you know, Biden's trying so hard to just be Obama. 
Well, I think there's hope out there for those that want that. And change. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what? If, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was... Uh, doing all the talking and ceremony, uh, I, I'd be fine with that. All right, so there you go. Yeah, there's your answer. It's uh, going to be so Ka- that, Kamala Harris. So that was last fall, right after the election. Let's see how the plan is going. Keep government open. We intend we have to do those imminently, uh, and, and more imminently even uh, to address the full Obama agenda of building back better. With, and I love to say, building back better. I just Whoopsie. love to say. Whoops. Did, Whoops. She just, did I say Obama? Did I just say that uh, we're doing the The, the Obama thing? agenda? Oh, yeah. fuck. Now, that was Pelosi just, you know, yes. within the last 10 days. So. Oh, that was Pelosi Pelosiing. Well, and, <laughs> you know, my, my it'll, point it'll speaks be Kamala, for itself. It'll be Kamala Harris with uh, Barack whispering in your ear. Uh, hey, Kamala? Uh, Kamala? Ka- yeah. Kamala Lama Ding Dong? Uh, uh, your, your name is retarded. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, tell him this. This is Barry O. <laughs> uh, we need you to uh, step it up. Be be more likable, bitch. Step, step it up a little. This country's really tired of your shit. Uh, anyway, gotta go. Toodles. <laughs> so, who knows? Who knows what next summer is going to bring? But, go shoot uh, some hoops. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, hey Kamala, uh, meet me on the basketball wait, court. Yeah. Let's go smoke some menthols. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> Sorry. No, I have a, I have a feeling, though, if uh, Kamala plans on delivering some of good old Barack's lines, that cackle's not going to serve her very well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like, be more likable, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's... She's You're fucking hideous to she's everyone. She's cackalicious. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, we're here at the end of the show, guys, and you know I really wanted to have a uh, an update on the Brian Laundry situation and Dog the Bounty Hunter, but uh, turns out that story's boring as all fuck. Last thing that came out. Once. Last thing that came out over the past week was Dog the Bounty Hunter found a monster can. Yes. In a Florida <laughs> swamp. Ultra gold. In a Florida swamp, which don't know if you know Florida or not, but monster. Not that fucking, uh, you know, not that rare. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Does anybody remember? Like, I'm starting to get a little tired of dog shit. I was really. I think dog slammed the fucking can, crushed it up, and handed it to a guy and said, here, we'll take a picture of this. Hey, look, guys. I've got. Are you the killer? I am. Yeah. Yeah. We got a killer amongst (laughs) amongst us. (laughs) For all the listeners, I am now holding up a monster cam, which apparently is a rare thing. Yeah, it's a murder weapon now. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to need to report this. Um, But no, I'm I'm a little bummed out with dog. Like, obviously, the guy's a joke. But he's gone cold and he's not providing us with any content. So I will turn my back on him and I will. I will say nothing but mean things. Well, I the, don't like your hair, dog. On the whole Gabby Petito Potato case, I'm just going to say nobody knows what happened. And I'm going to stick to that until even what this is what's really curious to me. They haven't released anything about how she died. No. Nothing. All mm. they've said is it was homicide. Yeah. So 
what does that entail? I mean, nobody knows what happened. So is Brian Laundrie afraid of something and ran away? Maybe is Brian Laundrie did he actually do something to her? I got a and question. Ran away? I got a question. There's a there's a lot of things going on. I got a question. Does anybody know the whereabouts of Chris Cuomo in late <laughs> August? Did he, did he go up and squeeze another buttock and uh, got a little uh, yeah. got a little out of hand? Maybe that's why he's on the app trail. He's trying to work his way up to New York go. to off him off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, that's all I'm going to say about that case. Uh, nobody knows. No, but and 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 all of this, all of the news that keeps coming out and. And dog, I, was, I will say this. This is funny. This is funny. A and E rejected <laughs> a show with Dog the Bounty Hunter on the hunt for Brian Laundry. Bad dog. Oh, no, oh, that was funny. No dog. Fortunately, I, no. there's some decency, and they they immediately rejected it. It <laughs> yeah. was the words that I, was the words that I read. So, well, yeah. and I, I Sorry, find dog. it uh, you know very odd. And they that, really rubbed his nose in it, didn't yeah, they? they did. <laughs> Within the things that are being reported, I mean, y'all brought up back when this was initially happening, the whole thing with uh, Petito actually beating on Brian Laundrie. You don't hear that much about that anymore, and now it's completely focused on he may have been slapping her around. So you're hearing that more than anything else, almost like they're trying to silence the original case itself. Yeah, I, at this point, I just don't care. They were I just, both I just up find on each it other curious that, that, they did, that they didn't release how she died. That's yeah. I, that's no, that, that's my course. only that's my only thing with this because they said it was a homicide, but they didn't say how she died. Mm -hmm. mm. So I don't know if that was a request from the family. Maybe she had her head cut off. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know that's what I'm saying. I don't know, and nobody knows. So stop, people. Just stop all these. All these shit that all this shit that people keep coming in talking about he killed her, he did this. He, you don't know that. You yeah. don't know that he killed her. You don't know that someone else didn't kill her and he ran <laughs> because he saw her getting getting killed. You and know, he, and he's you like, "There's no way they're not going to believe I didn't do it." Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the fuck I'm, out of yes. here. <laughs> that, that that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. nobody knows what happened, and until more shit comes in. It's all just bullshit to me. Mm -hmm. Well, and here's the funny thing, uh, kind of touching on the first thing we ever mentioned about this. The whole reason why this story is even a story is because she's fucking hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If she was missing an arm and was fucking 400 pounds, no one would give a fuck. Right. Of course. The the thing that gets missed in this entire story is shit like this happens all the time. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. And you and, never hear anything about it. And not everything is a first 48 on a and e where you know right you solve the majority of them or you know you you know what happened or whatever most of them you don't know shit mm. and 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 like like i said on the last podcast where they found her six to seven hundred women a year go missing where they found her remains i mean that's curious to me a little bit that, that you know six to seven hundred a year uh, that's a lot that's a lot of women so you the know? new suspect, Sasquatch. And uh, yeah, could be He's making you a know? comeback. Who knows? But that's what I'm saying. Nobody knows. So yeah. until people know, just shut the fuck up. I mean, I, 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 we we gave our two cents on it, you know. And the whole time I was saying we don't know. And when you don't know what the fuck is happening in a case, and you get this barrage of 
media every day telling you, oh, well, he's in the swamp. Well, he's in the mountains. Well, he's here. He, wherever he's he here, is, he's there, he's everywhere. Wherever he is, superhero. he's either running because he's a killer or he's running because he's afraid of something. And they, and, and there's, he's viewed as a killer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So until that part of it is figured out, nobody knows that he killed her. Nobody knows that he actually killed her. Sure. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows anything, really, exactly. except yeah. for maybe and the that's cops my that are right on there on the scene. This. My opinion still stays unchanged, and that is that he likely was involved and yeah. is trying not to get caught, and apparently is quite the outdoorsman. Right. But the one thing that I, I got to dig on Dog a little bit more on is, in the first video that we played of him, he immediately came out and said, this dude's not even in Florida, he's up in the Appalachian Mountains. But the whole time, Dog has stayed in Florida. Yeah. And he's waist deep in mud down there. What you doing, dog? Yeah. Are you lying to yourself? Are you lying to us? It's obvious this was a Hail Mary to try to revitalize your notoriety in the public eye. I don't care. To me, that's where the the, the entertainment was going to come from, right. was watching dog go through this shit. Motherfucker hasn't updated anything in over three days. Well, dude, the fact Fucking that- Fucking boring, dog. The fact that A&E turned a show down shows that he went to A&E- yeah. With us, hey, uh, would you like to do a show with uh, me hunting Brian Lauder? No, thanks. No, no thanks. We did that. No, yeah, yeah we already we have metrics. We already have metrics uh, that can track how many times people are searching for this or looking for that. Right. They've already moved on. No, America yeah. doesn't care about Brian Laundry. Right. Yeah, and dog, uh, you tried to re- revitalize your career just for your daughter to show up and R. Kelly on it. Exactly. All over it. Yeah. Well, I'll leave with a uh, positive note. Quick story, local story here in the Atlanta area, where the city of Douglasville, on the other side of Atlanta, apparently was being ravaged for over a year by apparently a KKK member that was leaving naughty notes in people's mailboxes. Well, don't worry, they they caught and arrested the person writing those notes. So I just want to get this out there, in case if anybody was worried about the Klan coming back, they got him. A Douglas County woman accused of infecting fear into the hearts of her neighbors is expected to turn herself in this week. Investigators say Teresa Lucas wrote and placed threatening notes into multiple mailboxes. The letters claimed to be from a white male member of the Ku Klux Klan. Police found evidence that linked Lucas to what was going on, and she's now facing eight months of making terroristic threats. Eight counts. Is she black? She she is Doug. <laughs> that's what makes, that's what makes this oh. so so Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now you couldn't tell by the pronunciation of her name, but if you read it, Teresa is spelled like T H E R R E S S A. Right. Like, right. Right. Not traditional Teresa. Um. But yeah, I, I read that article. It, it came out October fourth, so this is recent for here. But I just wanted to calm everybody down. The clan ain't running around <laughs> dropping, uh, you know, hate letters in your mailbox. Do, do, do we have a, a sample of the love notes that she was dropping? I mean. Oh, actually, let me. If The original story actually goes into detail of what was on the notes. And let's see if they have that here. Okay, here it is. According to the Douglasville Police Department, residents on Manning Drive began receiving notes last December from a person who claimed to be a white male member of the Ku Klux Klan. 
The notes threatened to burn down homes and kill people, including children. The police department's investigation into the notes led them to Lucas, who is a black woman. Lucas, who described herself as a six-foot-tall white male with a <laughs> long red beard, has been charged with eight counts of making terroristic threats. The first notes were received December 21st, 2020. Oh, right before Christmas? Come on. Other notes were received February 17th, February 22nd, March 1st, and March 3rd. After a six-month absence, a final note was received this September 6th. CBS 46 reported in March that the notes were received by at least seven blacks who lived in the neighborhood and that the notes contained the N-word and talked about hanging people and kill, killing kids. That is catfishing at its <laughs> finest, isn't it? Oh, my oh. God. I wonder what the grammar was like on those notes. He catfished your oh hood. Oh, my God. Catfished your neighborhood. So, uh, sorry. Sorry for all those hate crime, you know, uh, blowhards. Uh this one isn't going to be the honeypot that you thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought you were going to dust off your clan robe because they were back in force in Douglasville, you're sorely mistaken. And yet the clan takes down another black person. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for this week, yeah. guys. Until next week. See you. Fuck you, Kiko. Man.